When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My goodness me. Oh, we'll get there. Private panel. I'm on second watch. Do you want to wear that, Tom? It's good. It's brown. Where are the bobbleheads? Mr. J. Ira Tulip. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pod Leadem. That's top model podcast spelled backwards. I'm J.W. Crump, and I'm... I know I'm going to have to do something with crap. I'm Alexander Price, and oh my goodness, meat galore. And I'm Hannah Jane Ginsburg, and I've cried many times at night. <laughs> <laughs> and we are discussing <laughs> Cycle 8, Part 2 of Episode 1. So your first episode proper, it's still called The Girl Who Won't Stop Talking, which was technically last episode because we barely see Dion this episode what would this episode like the girls who don't know how to model (laughs) what would you name this episode they would try to make it controversial and be like the girl Mm. who wants to get that baby out of her (laughs) (laughs) the girl who does the show is not ready to talk about abortion (laughs) one person in general was not All right. Um, we've got a couple of like top model news desk things to do. Uh, first of all, we're recording this after maybe a week of Tyra um, breaking the internet. Not because Tyra did anything recently, not, not by but, choice either. but because I think Tyra being in the public eye again, going around talking about model land etc even though no one could go to it right now nope um people started talking about the problematic photo shoots of the past and basically there's now buzzfeed articles that just read like a recap of our show (laughs) pretty much (laughs) truly yeah so um that's been happening we discussed it beforehand we're not super interested in being like a tyra banks gossip drama cast yeah um but i think other people are better at it that's not our brand (laughs) yeah we just want to recap the old show but it's worth mentioning that i do think it's also caused us to probably get some new listeners and stuff so if you're new to the podcast and you're you're, yeah welcome to the pod lead fam um more importantly (laughs) and more incredibly oh my god uh, Jay Emanuel <laughs> has, I've got to say, thrust upon us the yes. idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. That he is now an author. Yeah, author Jay Emanuel. It's like, well, you know, winner be, Adrian. Last It works so well because last cycle we had all his book reviews on the romance covers. Now we're going to have his book. 
Little did we know that Jay had been planning this for a long time. And he's definitely been planning it for yes. a long time. And this mm. isn't a recent idea. Hannah sent yeah, this to me and Alexander. When do you think this book actually got written? Like, did he write this book? A whole two weeks ago. ago? Yes. <laughs> and has just been waiting for the culture to come back around. Right. So it's called, what's it called? The, the wig, wig, the bitch, the bitch and, the and the meltdown. meltdown. The lion, the witch, and the wardrobe. I yeah 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 <laughs> with the subtitle with the subtitle the devil also wears cheap shoes that killed me that killed <laughs> me I, that killed me because that's such like a cheap shot out of nowhere yes. that's not even a thing you associate with Tyra specifically uh, apparently also, like it's a takeoff of a pre-existing thing but that just doesn't match cadence wise at all also like, there's you no said the devil wears payless sure yes. yeah <laughs> um and it's it's a fictionalized version mm-hmm. of what is clearly tyra banks and top model with a fake show called model muse mm-hmm. and a fake tyra stand-in named keisha cash <laughs> no, 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 no no and a no. mr j stand-in named <laughs> no, pablo matthews pablo michaels <laughs> Pablo, Pablo Michaels, Michael. sorry. Little Pablo Michaels. It's so people are like comparing it to Ladies Who <laughs> Ladies Who Lunch, that book that's the um The View. The View, but that was an interview book. The person interviewed all these people and then put together the story. And let me tell you right now, I'm sure I'll read this, but also I would read to to, to, to shreds a book that was all interviews of everyone who's ever been in Top Model oh, and, yes, and the history of that. Because you have so many people, contestants, paths, judges, whatever. That's Make the book artist. that needs to be written. And literally everyone seems like they're okay with spilling the tea. And yeah. if everyone else does it, Tyra will want to have her say as well. Mm-hmm. Well, then Tyra will have her own book. Tyra will not like participate in the interview book, but she will then release her own tell-all after the interview book. But... We're we're all just excited because this Can you feels just imagine, like all the other analog names. Is it gonna be like Mrs. K? <laughs> I hope so. Well I'm oh, like so Simon I, Booker. I read the I read the first chapter. I read the first chapter where they say Veronica's privates mm. instead of Victoria's Secrets. <laughs> yes. Privates. <laughs> That's so gross. That's so <laughs> makes it so much worse and there's already like a flustered um assistant character it it's also not written very well is it in my in my amazon did we already buy it and we're just waiting till august yes absolutely (laughs) absolutely okay okay and then uh on a on a more uh like pod leading specific note Alexander got an email that uh, he shared with both me and Hannah, and it's something we wanted to read, so we asked permission of Lindsay. We also got permission from Lindsay and to this use is through, their name. This is through uh, podleadum.com. There's mm-hmm. a, a way that you can email uh, us, just podleadum.com. Yeah, so I'm going to read it um, because I just kind of want to read it in full because I think it's it's uh, an incredible. Maybe because it's really well written. Yeah, it's all yeah, it's it's better than I could ever write anything in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. All right, um, subject microaggressions. Hello, I recently discovered this podcast and love it. 
You all are doing a great job overall. However, I wanted to check in about an early episode recap from Cycle 3 that I think had a lot to do with microaggressions. In your recap of Cycle 3, Episode 7, I love this. I love someone who has the Uh. receipts. You discuss Yaya's unprofessional response when asked about her name during the go-see. I think she responded accordingly to a straight-up microaggression. And then then has the definition, a statement slash action regarded as an instance of indirect, subtle, or intentional discrimination against a marginalized group. I say this as a 32-year-old Black woman on my second rewatch of the show, who thinks Yaya was, at times, acting like a condescending know-it-all. The exam- this example was not a good one for showcasing that behavior, though. The designer Nicole Miller says, so, how'd you get the name Yaya? That's so unusual. She did not describe Yaya's name as unique, though I wish she had, cool or beautiful. I was triggered, and maybe Yaya was too by that woman basically saying her name was weird slash not normal. I'm assuming Yaya has had to deal with this before and has had to act cordial and non-offended, whether it be in a professional or casual setting. Yeah, she could have just ignored the misguided comment, but she was likely exhausted by production's antics at this point, and also the lifelong frustration with not being allowed to, quote, make a scene when faced with other microaggressions. I've been in similar situations countless times, and it gets old. Black slash African sounding names are often associated with ugly, ghetto, or weird. If that lady used the word unique, I wonder if she would have received a different response. Also, explaining how common the name is in a different culture is not rude. Sorry for the rant. I really do love this podcast. You all are fucking hilarious. This is like the one time I thought maybe there was a lack of understanding, Lindsay. And then uh, Lindsay also, I didn't, we didn't specifically ask permission to read the follow-up email, but she also sent a very nice follow-up email Mm -hmm. that was just like, I really do love the show. Permission to read it, permission to use my name. Um, First of all, thank you so much um, for engaging. Mm -hmm. I I found this email and then re-listening. Of course, I went back and re-listened to our discussion on it. And I I totally get it. I absolutely totally get it. And I, it's funny in just the most recent episode, we I described, um, um, now Jaleesha. I can't remember her name, Jaleesha's Jaleesha. name as unique. And I was like, oh, first of all, thank God I said that word after this email. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, uh, but seriously, you know, I do think it's one of those things that language like that is so important. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think microaggressions especially when you're not part of the group in this particular um, case, an African-American woman, I I just don't often notice them as much, you know, and it's, I want to be ever more aware both in this show, which I think has so many microaggressions all the time and definitely didn't notice them the first time around and I'm still missing them clearly. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I just, um, I'm rambling a little bit, but I just wanted to say, Lindsay, like, thank you so much. And thank you for taking the time to explain. Because Absolutely. It's not- and reaching out to us, seeking us out, putting yourself out there, taking the time, being so detailed. As soon as I read it, I was like, it was like a lightning bolt. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I really, really appreciate it. Well, it's so easy to get caught in the mire. Getting caught in the mire of like, you know, uh, Yaya, for example, like, geez, Yaya, like, we you're cool in some ways but like uh and i think that can so easily just blind you to instances like that truly 
instances when Yaya is totally within the right. Yeah. Because even as Lindsay said, she's a know-it-all. So yeah. you kind of get in that head of like, you're a know-it-all, Yaya. Stop it. You know? <laughs> yeah. Cool. So thank you. And again, Alexander, give him that email and website again. If you, you can submit uh, any email at podleadum.com. perfect great now let's get to the episode yes yes because jl is here to be america's next top best friend (laughs) in a different confessional place (laughs) but not the best confessional place that happens later (laughs) they're doing that oh my god they're doing that like now what's kind of become classic and i didn't realize that like walk down la streets Yes. Moment. And Renee. Hollywood, Hollywood, Hollywood. <laughs> Renee has the longest, pinkest scarf head wrap. It is down <laughs> to the ground. It is a cape of a thing. And we never see it again. <sighs> Mr. J comes riding up on what Kathleen describes as a big motorcycle thing. Who and then yes. Cassandra accurately described as a scooter <laughs> you'll notice cassandra is often a second confessional where cassandra <laughs> corrects the original confessional of many of the contestants he hops off a scooter he hops on a scooter wearing a full motorcycle jacket and gloves he wore gloves to drive a scooter and it's just Half a got block. like a tiny billboard on the back that never gets used i was shocked tyra wasn't inside that i thought it was going to be one of those things too because he's like we have a surprise for you and i was like was, scooter yeah he, he was supposed to jump off the scooter and then bop through the screen <laughs> Because we know Mr. J loves to burst out of a box. That you've already seen. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we... So, oh, quick note. Kathleen looks great in her confessional yellow. And I want to put it out now because we're not going to get many chances. Yeah. Yellow uh-huh. is the color. Um, Mr. J does the weird, this weirdly edited moment where he talks about not only their models, but their role models. But it was definitely filmed. Separate separately because it's such a tight close-up and we never see him in the same space nope as the contestants a lot of suspicious adr in these first couple episodes yeah and the camera could you imagine i just take a step back from this camera setup that seemingly (laughs) happened the girls are all clumped on one side and you can kind of see jay a little bit but there's also apparently a camera between the girls and jay that's in jay's face because it's so tight. It's so close on him. It's almost like there was like bad noise or something. Uh, who knows? Maybe. And then weird. something that truly like startled me is they go right to their first photo shoot, <laughs> which was not what I thought was about to happen. With Mr. J asking, now, are you guys ready to make your first statement? <laughs> Baby's first statement. <laughs> As we'll find out, the answer is no. They were absolutely not ready for this. And how dare he? Because Renee already made her first statement of, I'm going to win this war. This becomes... She loves her war language. I think Renee is very pro-war, pro-gun. Well, I think it's a military husband also, maybe too. Because, um, but then they do one of those edits that I love. Where Mr. J is like, follow me. And then the next step, he's been in the space for a long time. And they walk in and he's Isn't in, he like, also in a different outfit. Yes! 
he took off his motorcycle jacket that he wore in case he fell off his scooter and got road rash. I love the imagery of him like being like, okay, and then he just starts running <laughs> to the next location. Rips so the jacket gets, gloves off. <laughs> it's just shedding the clothes. Leave the scooter. I don't need it. <laughs> Can we also talk about the shooting location? Because Please. I swear to God, they filmed a season of the real world here. Yeah. Yes. <gasps> Hannah, I have the exact same note. I said this is a real world house. All it needs is a so- hot tub familiar to me with the the elevator with the slats and all yes. the brick walls it looks like, like the this. san francisco house yeah yes. it looks exactly like the san francisco house i was like did they transport it and gut it like what happened and it just has like dining tables and stuff if you had told me that there were so many chandeliers if you had if you missing told that me. traffic light we just needed that traffic light <laughs> that the reveal was that this also was just their house yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Absolutely. Like, I would have been like, oh, okay. Like they like take them to dinner and they come back and they're like, this is the same location, you know, or yeah. whatever. <gasps> <gasps> Fashion is a really political world where we all have very different political views. <laughs> Do we? Do we, Jay? Also, this group mostly says, no, we don't. We're all pretty liberal. We don't yeah. want this. Well, and then he gives two examples people can be anti fur, pro fur. Anti-war, pro-war. <laughs> Do pro-war, anti-war come up in the next block of uh, text? Sure, don't. No. I just he goes. I'm going to. I'm going to assign each of you a different political view, and I just wrote down. Well, this is going to go well. <laughs> Before we get into the list of these, because I might pass out as we say them. <laughs> Do you want to wear that top, Brittany? who has a vest with a thousand pieces of flair she, and it's like a full Benny, is it Benny Hanna? Is that, the, is that TGIF, TGIF Fridays. Fridays? Okay, great. I wrote down that she was auditioning for a production of Oliver. <laughs> she had a hat She's got too. a newsboy hat, yes. <laughs> that doesn't fit on her giant head. Brittany, who later, I, I have several notes about how well-dressed Brittany is and I can't believe Brittany made this choice so early. They must... All of them are dressed kind of bizarrely. And I feel like maybe, I almost think production was like, mm, wear something fun. <laughs> like, we want to have fun. You're walking. It's fun. You're in LA now. It's fun. <laughs> I wish we all could have seen. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we all could have seen Alexander's face for y'all are in LA now. Just mm, sassiest producer. Um, <laughs> so I wrote down the list. Okay. And. Oh, sorry. I feel like, like I'm, get I'm, the list? I'm looking at the whole list at once, and it's overwhelming. That's okay, too much. You need so, it on a scroll. <laughs> the main thing overall is that some, most of these are sort of political, like statements, but oftentimes one side, the two sides of the coin are not are not equal. equal. No. So because Kathleen gets kind of a real one, yes, especially for fashion, anti fur. Brittany gets pro-fur, which isn't, like, people aren't pro-fur necessarily. They're just maybe not anti-fur. They're just not anti. No, they just, yeah, they don't want fur to be taken away when it comes up. To be fair, I will say Cruella de Vil would be considered pro-fur. Pro-fur, sure. (laughs) And they don't, they don't not dress her like that. (laughs) Then we get one that are actual two sides. Um, Natasha gets pro-choice and JL gets pro-life in JL's ah, face. Ah. JL. As if she she was like, JL is probably 
it seems like she's probably someone that's so liberal that she forgot that that's even a stance someone can take. Yes. You know what I mean? I, to me, it was more like, wait, me? Like, yeah. You're going to have me do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Sarah. Oh my God. Quote, believes in life in prison. <laughs> Loved that. Which is not the photo. <laughs> no. Oh, Sarah's photo is the one that's going to send me into a spiral. And then <laughs> Jasmine gets one that's, again, more of a real one, which is believes in the death penalty. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just have pro-death penalty, anti-death penalty? Penalties. You're right. Because, <laughs> okay. Why are you complicating this very complicated issue? I feel like that was the setup to these other ones that also are no longer pro and anti. Oh, because then, okay, I'm going to say it in I the order. Pause. Okay. I don't know why I'm surprised. Tamona loves a false equivalency. Yes. So it should yeah. not be that shocking. It's like, this one is not like this one. <laughs> <laughs> because the next one, I'm going to relay to our listeners the order it should have been presented. Yes. <laughs> because it says, Whitney and Samantha, we're going to put you together, gay marriage. Then Felicia, straight marriage, for, essentially. She is for straight marriage. Straight marriage. <laughs> But how they present it in the show is they say Felicia's first. So Felicia, before you even hear about gay marriage, it's just Felicia, you're for straight marriage. And you can see Felicia be like, okay, aren't we all generally forced? Because then I thought maybe the other one was going to be anti-marriage, which is like not like something we were talking about. or something? I don't yeah, know. like, because that could almost be something that I could see a photo shoot today being about where people are like, marriage is important to me or marriage just is yeah. not important to me. I, I don't know. I was it's trying to like, like my brain exploded when I heard straight I marriage first. Any, I don't think anyone is like, I'm for gay, uh, for straight marriage and I'm against straight marriage. Yeah, you're just against all <laughs> marriage, I it's, guess, if I you're that. I think part of it is there's kind of this like both sidesism to this whole oh, thing. Oh, for sure. And there's not a ton of like, well, we're top model is not going to come down on the line except for fur. Right. The top model is not going to come That was down. all Twiggy, though. Yeah, <laughs> luckily, Twiggy decides to be the only person to take any stand today. Um, <laughs> then Dion is kind of a real one, vegan. Sure. But then Cassandra gets <laughs> girl who just loves to eat meat. <laughs> That's my political party, actually. I have a card-carrying member of girl who loves to eat meat. <laughs> Just Why a is, classic girl who loves well, to eat her meat. That's the episode title. That's this. The girl who loves to eat meat. Yeah, you're to right. Me. Perfect. <laughs> and then we get Renee, who is anti-gun, and Diana, who is pro-gun, which is not the way you say that, but whatever. That like, one's a closer whatever. one, at least. Yeah. And then they reveal in a, in a in an episode just chock full of Kathleen isms. Oh my god. Mm. They reveal via elevator. What is like old timey elevators? Like, with a, like a, a freight elevator. Yes. Yeah. With like the second part, which I love. I adore this. Nigel Barker is going to be their photographer. And this has kind of become a thing where Nigel someone, Barker's like an early photographer. Someone uh, who not only knows how to make a statement, but an entrance. <laughs> how dare you, Jay? And then <laughs> Kathleen says, well, everyone wants to date Nigel Barker because he's so tall. Every model wants to date. She says Ni every model? <laughs> every model wants to date Nigel Barker because he's so tall. But also, you need to, she does it with the most New York accent. Like, it's actually the original cast recording of Chicago. Where she's like, because he's so tall. 
adore that. that it's just, just <laughs> I don't even think of him as tall. <laughs> no. It's so funny. Then, I feel like he heard that and was immediately like, hmm. she has to go. <laughs> My goodness me. My goodness me? <laughs> but it's he's really tall, so it's, my goodness me. <laughs> it's very high up. <laughs> very high up. Um, a makeup woman does the shittiest thing to Renee and says, and asks when Renee is very, like, out of boredom and missing her baby, showing baby pictures to the makeup artist. And she goes, she asks if her husband has put the baby up to the phone yet. And Renee's like, no, not yet. I'm like, yeah, it's been like two hours. But also, we know that the husband and the baby are not in the same place. I appreciate her not like getting all the way into it, though. Like, what do you like go into like your story of Maui at that point? Like, it's I just, guess. like, no, it doesn't happen. So yet. she doesn't not cry. Well, but I, Renee, as we're gonna learn, is just a cry at the drop of a hat kind of person. We also, we also get Kathleen talking to her makeup artist. And she goes, why would someone be anti-fur? Does the fur stink? No, it's not. No, that's not what she says. Oh, okay. She's asking how to portray. Oh, okay. Being, hating fur. And she's like, do I look at the fur? Like it stinks? Like, ooh, I hate fur. And we'll get into it more. But I learned, because I was always, I was confused about what Kathleen's confusion was. And I realized that... The thing that Kathleen is confused about is she thinks she's supposed to hate Hate fur. fur. Mm -hmm. Not that she's anti-people wearing it. Fur industry. Because she gets to the point where she's like, oh, I'm supposed to destroy the fur, right? And they're like, well, yeah, but that's how a protest for fur works. Yeah. Yeah, because the whole concept is anti the mass killing of animals to make garments. Yeah. Yeah. I and think she would have just... got it a lot easier if they're like anti like animal abuse. Yes. Yeah, or if or, or do you mean do you think she would have gotten it if anyone would have taken two gosh darn sentences to explain it to Kathleen instead of just being like, you know, and we'll get her. that in we'll get in that the next episode too with Teacher's Pet, where they're like, Yeah, you get it. No, explain it to anyone. Anyway. Well, just the way of explaining it is just to repeat it a bunch. <laughs> yeah. That's how you learn. <laughs> We also learn that JL is a febrile. She's febrile. She coughs directly into her hand. It's disgusting. I don't know what that word means, Alexander. Febrile? Febrile? No. She has a fever. Oh, I've never... No. Yeah, she has a fever. I like it. It sounds like a cologne. Febrile. (laughs) Febrile. By Dior. But yes, coughs directly, directly into her palm. And then like... (laughs) I'm exaggerating, everything. but like wipes it on the couch. Which like, in today's environment almost uh, made me throw up. <laughs> yeah, it was not good. Oh man. Nigel, um, hold up. Nigel says to Brittany, to 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 direct Brittany, he says, You're giving a look all the time, like a red carpet of sorts. How is that? How is that helpful? Can I tell you <laughs> that I watched this one with captions on, mostly for JL. And yeah. <laughs> you and Twiggy. Yep. And the captions, which are usually, I got to say, really, really good, uh-huh. said Red Carpet of Souls. Uh-huh. And I rewound it because I was like, what is Brittany's setup of just <laughs> ghosts? <laughs> I mean, she's pro fur, so it's all those animal souls. Mm. 
Kathleen does make a very good point about fur, though. It does make you look hot. I mean... <laughs> She's not wrong. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those... Works on several levels. Yes. Is there a world where Kathleen got pro-fur and she was our winner of this cycle because she just understood conceptually what pro-fur meant? Yes. Yes. Kathleen, I mean, not Kathleen, Jasmine. I never realized how they rhyme so much. Um, Jasmine cements, very smartly, cements her first storyline, which is, I'm going to be the first Latina winner. Mm -hmm. That is who I'm here to represent. Did that you is... catch this? She says, I want to stand up for most Latinas. Oh. Did she say really most? Most <laughs> Latinas. You know really who you are. Jesley, like, who are you not standing up for? There's <laughs> Maria. There's one, <laughs> there's one, yeah, just from high school, one friend she hated. <laughs> I'll stand up for all but her. <laughs> I want the list. I want the full list of people Latinos Jesley is not standing for. Penelope Cruz. <laughs> She's just not a fan. She's not a fan of her work. Maria Menunos. Could I? Okay. Diana, who I start really liking. Really? Yes, because Diana says, guns are bad, but sometimes you need it for protection. And if you're responsible, I'm all for it. Well, what a turnaround <laughs> from <laughs> guns are bad to I'm all for it. Honestly, a more nuanced political take than we get from most of the people. Well, I was about to say, <laughs> Diana was trying to give us a punchy sentence, but they dress up Diana like Laura Croft. She's just Laura Croft. <laughs> just Laura Croft. It, her, okay, there are so many ways to portray pro gun it is the easiest thing in the world because it's literally just a prop and i'm i guess as the southern as a southerner i'm glad um they didn't go full like flag yeah redneck with a gun stereotype you but also they still, like hunting though yes yeah thank you i just was like why did Sexy we go huntress. double pistol black Cross latex arms. in a way no one has ever shot a gun ever and she has to jump for no reason. I seriously think they were trying to set her up to fail. I, I honestly think they were trying to. Well, Jay is like not feeling her at all. He's like, she can't do anything. Yeah, but uh, Nigel likes her later. So yeah. JL is getting cold flashes from her fever. Yeah, you know how he could get cold flashes. I would call them cold. Shivers. I would call them shivers. <laughs> <laughs> but cold I guess. Flashy me timbers. <laughs> But I guess a cold flash isn't a bad definition for a shiver. Sure. <laughs> uh, I, I'm okay. I it's not perfect because not none of the hair in this shoot is perfect. <laughs> but I actually think Renee looks pretty good with longer hair. Yes, and it I makes me too. it makes me sad for the eventual makeover. It's a little like stringy PC right now, but like I was like, I think Ooh, when looks... Renee walked out, I thought she looked gorgeous. Yeah, much prettier with longer hair, less forty, less what? Like forty, like a mop, like a. <laughs> I thought you said four D, like four fusion. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. And I was like, she's just coming out like a car with that short hair. Renee also wants everyone to know that it's really hard to portray peaceful. Which, uh, no. When you're filled filled with that much rage, Hannah, (laughs) how can you be peaceful? 
to win a war. Now, I will say that as much as I find Renee's excuse-making very tiring. frustrating to watch <laughs> and tiring, I also, as we have said, all these things are never created equal. And I do think Renee often gets one of the dumber ones. And I, I can see, like, after hers, a while... Her setup was pretty, like, straightforward. To yeah, not not very here. Yeah. Sure. This is a very known image. The flower and the gun hippie yeah. thing, which is also just a weird take on anti-gun. Anti-gun if you're lining it up next to Diana Warcraft. What was the opposite? <laughs> you either get to be one of two things. Peaceful hippie or <laughs> Laura Croft Tomb Raider. <laughs> there is no in-between of for gun owners. Um Sarah, who is our assigned narrator, by the way, yes. the show has decided Sarah, in the long tradition of Sarah's, yeah. gets to narrate because Sarah, Sarah is very good at explaining things and giving you two options. So you get to pick how you feel. Mm -hmm. So Sarah never sounds like the bad guy, even when she says little shitty things. And I <laughs> that, love her for that. That is like just midwesterner to a t yeah <laughs> it's because she notes that jl because jl like gets up after her shoot and jl's like feeling better or looks like she's feeling better she's JL hula hooping. Wants to make herself feel better by hula hooping. hula hooping and then sarah notes that she's either faking being sick or she was psyching herself out before the shoot and now that the shoot's over she feels better yeah also jl tries to teach Renee how to hula hoop and Renee's hula hoop has a chunk missing out I, of it. So that, I don't think she was teaching her. I think Renee in the tradition of Renee, as we learn in the rest of this episode, she was like, Oh, I'm going to hula hoop better than JL. <laughs> and then got, and then broke the hula hoop. Well, we also get a bizarre setup for a Renee and JL are friends. Storyline that of this. doesn't go anywhere. Nope. And Renee says of JL, I know she wants to be friends with everybody, but hey, to each her own. <laughs> okay, I have a conspiracy theory about this. <laughs> do, 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 do. Do. Okay, I think Renee was like, hey, JL's probably going home because of this whole sick thing she didn't do very well. I'm going to seem like a human being by befriending the person that is going to go home. And then I never have to be friends with anyone else. Because I... if, as soon go as ahead. JL stays, she's like, you can see it in her eyes where she's just like mm. I think it is just a full case and I'm gonna like I, I'm digging into the psychology of Renee so far has been fascinating for me but I honestly think she doesn't know what to do with someone Renee truly is someone who wants everyone to be unhappy yes and when she's confronted by someone who is happy she's just like no you don't <laughs> understand everything that's happening I'm going to explain everything to you so you're unhappy the way you're supposed to be. I've had friends like that. Yeah. They don't stay friends. Yeah. <laughs> Who like, yeah. And I, especially since I tend to be a little bit more optimistic. I remember I had this one friend that I knew that now that you explained it like that, Hannah, I'm remembering all the things, all the things that's in, all the things that's in going through my head. <laughs> Was Natasha but, in um, tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> she love. was definitely on stage with them at the VMAs that yes. one year. <laughs> and y'all, whatever I was going to say, I don't care. Because 
top model said gay rights. <laughs> and they painted a, a wavy rainbow. The wait, waviest. Wait. This setup, this setup for this gay wedding is the funniest thing I've ever, it's literally a piece of poster board with paint dripping down it. Ugh. But it's, it's not the dumbest setup in the bunch because Which is shocking. we are not going to blow past the pro-choice setup. Oh. Let's discuss. Okay. There's a brick wall. <laughs> That's the setup. <laughs> so I have, I don't think, I think Nigel was very worried. <laughs> Nigel is worried that Natasha is getting an abortion in this episode. Because she, he's like, do you understand this? Do you understand this? And she's like, yes. And she does. Yes, she does. And then he goes, you're, and he's like, I, I don't, uh, like, I can get rid of the baby. And he's like, I hope you're not getting rid of the baby right now. This is your choice. I was like, no, Natasha was giving you a very simple but accurate definition of what an abortion is. Yeah. And that, that was, that was so stupid. That made her look stupid and she yes. wasn't being stupid. No. And I no. did not like that. She does say my backup quote, which is, I prefer <laughs> not to be involved in the polique. I prefer to be model." Yeah. Which I'm like, you know what, Natasha? You're consistent. Good. <laughs> I love that Natasha's like, I came here for one thing, to call Sarah out on not wearing Dior and to be a model. <laughs> I wasn't here to have an opinion. That's not what I want. And I love that Natasha was the only person who really said what all of these women are probably thinking, which is, I didn't really come here to do this. I don't want this in my book. <laughs> this is not fun. <laughs> Nigel also does say of Natasha that she didn't seem to have any idea as to where I was or where the lights are. I mean. Which is tough for a model. <laughs> which, yeah. She should probably learn that part. Back yeah. to gay rights. Gay rights. <laughs> so it's Samantha and Whitney doing. And I guess the idea is they're at the moment without a minister or an officiant where they are doing their vows or they're because like, they're in like a, a wedding suit and a wedding gown it was very to me like this is after the ceremony where the couple goes and we have to take pictures for an hour it's and we just, found they did so much gentle mural. face touching yeah just gentle face touching putting that suit on whitney was shenanigans yes it was Especially later when they're like, you could have twisted. No, n- there's no, no twist in the it was world. A block. <laughs> it was like a mob suit. It yeah. was not tailored. And then they were like, let's do some fun ones, some happy ones. Lesbian aren't, lesbians aren't serious all the time. Thanks, Mr. J. <laughs> Great. But I love Whitney being <gasps> oh. like, I, I played college basketball. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm aware. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I get She's it. Like, I don't know if Samantha's met any gay people, but. I was on the basketball team. Yeah. She later says, I've been exposed. I've been exposed. <laughs> I love the way Whitney expresses herself. <laughs> like, I get it. I'm uh, down. Can we talk about Felicia's this male accent? mannequin? Oh. No, okay. a mannequin. This mannequin with a mustache, this is gay marriage. She's marrying a gay mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> this is a queer relationship. <laughs> Top model said gay rights again. <laughs> It's not even the mustache. It's the fact that he has a toothy grin. When was the last time you saw a mannequin with a toothy grin? 
Each tooth is separated. It's not even like a plastic oh. like, lock. It's like clearly delineated chiclet teeth. That mannequin <laughs> is a murder mannequin. <laughs> not. Gay murder mannequin. Gay murder mannequin. Hey, murder mannequins can be gay too, Hannah. <laughs> yeah. We just call them gay murder right. mannequins, gay Hannah. Rights. <laughs> We don't have to talk about okay. But why didn't Felicia for this setup just get a male model just like when Joni got one yeah. for her ventriloquist dummy when you just have to have a person? All the budget went into that uh jail bar over the elevator. Now they spent it all on the meat spread. <laughs> okay. Here are the four vegetables that Dion knows. <laughs> Tomatoes, tomatoes, carrots, carrots lettuce, lettuce, and later, jalapeno peppers. <laughs> they, gr- they grow out of the ground. Anything that grows out of the earth is a vegetable. <laughs> and then she's just sitting on a, a, a charcuterie platter. She's just on a table. Crudite. It's crudite. Well, they, they what did I say? Like, charcu- that's the meat. Meats. I literally just, yeah. <laughs> Whoops. They gave her this, like, crotch fan of leaves that did not appear to be edible leaves apparently vegans want to fuck vegetables (laughs) is what this photo says to me (laughs) well because cassandra's picture definitely says she's gonna be banging that meat because cassandra's outfit that they put her in and give her a side ponytail and then an 80s style black prom dress and then she just has to crouch over the meat table there was no the fact that cassandra's end result picture is even passable is a miracle she should have gotten testament to cassandra yeah yeah she should have gotten first call out because that cra- setup not anyone should have failed this it's kind of crazy to me if they went full lettuce on Dion's boobies that we didn't get Cassandra in like a meat dress we do get a meat dress in a later cycle yes but it yeah. feels yeah. like they didn't make these eat obviously it's top model they didn't make these even of like what they had to do but for those of you who need definitions for people editorial is tearing apart a chicken <laughs> not editorial is eating a bur- picking up a hamburger so I if mean, someone asks you what editorial is, you tell them tearing into a chicken. Where is Jay's confessional being filmed? Because <laughs> he is in a disco. I have no clue. It was so odd. It's like they actually... That's inside the screen. <laughs> that was on the back of the scooter. <laughs> it just, it opens up. It's like a Polly Pocket kit where it opens yes. up much bigger <laughs> to like reveal a set. I love that. He just I keeps it with Pocket. him. I at all too. Polly Pocket was great there was mm-hmm. someone recently small tangent where there was like this winter land playset that had like eight different ones mm-hmm. and I watched the unboxing for like an hour of that playset <laughs> and her describing and trying to name each of the little figures because they're so tiny but there mm-hmm. is a listing for them and they're like um this one is this Molly no <gasps> oh yeah it is Molly she's just in her fun party dress <laughs> I was enthralled, enthralled by this. Are we at the part where they have a surprise? Yes, yes we are. It's the limo that's somehow inside the real world house. Uh, well, Jay says, you all did badly, so now you get a surprise. 
And that surprise is the first in a long line of top model Hummer limousines. Hummer limousines. And Kathleen Rip. describes it among no, many. Kathleen goes full Stefan. <laughs> She's like, this limo has everything. Everything. Pillows, pictures on the mirrors. Pictures Tyra's, on the mirrors. Tyra's face. <laughs> it's that thing where the Tyra mail is taped to a mirror. <laughs> it's that thing where the Tyra mail also has a stamp of Tyra. <laughs> Okay, did she get these through the post office? And also, was this <laughs> no. sent through certified mail? Because they put a stamp on it, too, like a like a rubber stamp on it, too. It's We complained so much about the Tyra magazines, but there was so much love and care that people put into the Tyra yes. magazines. And this yes. was something that any of us could go to Staples and literally do right now. Well, and also, apparently, this season, Tyra mails are 8 by 11 glossies of Tyra. Yeah. With a Sharpie in the corner. Which seems very limiting to how much you could write. Yes. Yeah. Also, in this package, this uh, first class <laughs> package, Sarah's like, hey, y'all, we got the key to the house. And it's a giant, like, novelty uh, key, jewelry box key. <laughs> I would love, I love the idea that they, Tyra was like, you have to make the front door of the house open with this. <laughs> key <laughs> or you don't get to stay and the architect was like are you sure i mean there's so many different no find the doorknob <laughs> that this key goes she already has the key this key goes to this house is so huge looks These... like a hotel it looks like yeah the, the area where they run into the door because there's a private gate situation mm -hmm. and then it looks like a motel. It looks like one of the fancy Best Westerns. Especially yes. the lobby area, like the yes. first area they go into. Well, it doesn't help that they have like a tripod with uh, fashion history, model, top model museum. And the winner's wall. The theme mm -hmm. of this <laughs> house and kind of the season, as we'll find out. And I have no idea why they decided cycle eight was the time for this. This seems very much like time a, they've done it. <laughs> this seems very much like a cycle 10 moment, if yes. anything. Mm -hmm. Yes. Is past top model contestants, not just winners. Winners have like a room themed after them. And yes. Naima's is Jazz Man, oh, which wait, wait, is wait. great. Wait, wait, wait. I wrote down each of the winners' rooms that we saw, I wrote down how they were decorated. Great. Good. Eva room is metallics. The Danielle room is black and white geometrics. The Naima room has stereo pillows and a graffiti wall with penis clouds. <laughs> and there is a yo as Kathy pronounces. And the room is blue. Yeah. <laughs> you remember Yoana's personality? Likes blue. <laughs> mean. Also, Shay's and I love Kathleen. a witch on the ceiling. <laughs> Kathleen's New York accent, she pronounces it Joanna, which I love. Not even pronouncing Joanna correctly. Also, Great, Kathleen. Shade from the show, it's a Danielle room, not a Danny Dan room. room. Mm -hmm. I didn't even think about There's that. There's also a Nicole room. Uh, there doesn't is seem it full of ramen? It's full of hair. Hi, I'm Raman. The beds are made of hair. Where's the, I need to get some lip gloss. I need to get some chapstick. <laughs> there's there's just a mirror that in the corner in tiny little letters it just says 
her. <laughs> there's no Carrie D room, and there's definitely no Winter Adrian room. Oh, no. Winter Adrian at this point, I get it almost because, like, erased from history. Maybe it was truly, maybe because we, we learn, at least in the Hulu version, they even still said, Do you think you have what it takes to be on America's Next Top Model? We're casting right now. Truly, they may have started filming this cycle before Carrie D. Maybe. Was That's what I would assume also. Announced officially, and they didn't sure. want that spoiler situation happening. Because otherwise, you could, it's so easy to make a Carrie D room, just mattresses falling downstairs. Yeah. Like that's all you do. Also a stick up something. Um, <laughs> just, just sticks. <laughs> yeah. The, so they put quotes from these women on the walls, but they're in these weird, like aim bubbles as though a pop they're having a conversation, but it looks like there's like timestamps <laughs> on them. <laughs> <laughs> and oh my god okay okay so hold up the pool is a downgrade from last season oh the pool is garbage like but yeah. they get the world's best smoking patio True, that has a perma lighter the firewall <laughs> they have the, some great fire pits yeah mm. they also have a box of wigs which well, sure. cassandra and jl find immediately and cassandra just plops a blonde wig halfway on and then gets to they have, it's not as cool because they don't have the camera that I know you loved, Alexander, in a past runway house. They did have a camera. They did? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I missed it. Or I didn't yeah. see it implemented. No, they did. And, and this is I the love the bottom. I love oh. the bottom, the like blue, like well, kind of translucent situation. They continue that, that trend. So it's kind of cool about this season, even though there's a lot of garbage, is they continue this like viney like floral thing through everything it's which in is the pretty limo. yeah mm. it's in the limo it's, it's the, the jungle the, the the theme of the season was welcome to the jungle oh ladies. yeah oh yeah so there you go it's That's so rare that, started it's so rare that top models clever and subtle <laughs> and it, <laughs> it was one pattern artist who decided oh my gosh so when renee says jl keeps me fun it was the energy of she keeps me young as though renee is jl's like <laughs> daughter and renee had her later in life and so it's like keep me young keeps me fun because <laughs> now they're best friends um yeah kathleen describes kathleen as she's from new york she knows what to say and when to say it and i'm really sad that we were deprived and ian's friendship by the show yeah I, that would, I feel like it would have been really cute we see it a couple of times and it's very sweet yes. also sweet is whitney just getting overwhelmed so cute oh yeah that was really cute. whitney in a rare for the for, we rarely see really sweet genuine moments like this whitney goes out to the balcony there's a couple other contestants there and she says in her words that she just gets overwhelmed by this like surreal feeling that this is all happening and it is like a breathtaking view and it's so the right amount of like, I'm crying, but I'm not telling people and other people are just going to notice. And I'm going to, I don't yeah. know. I just, I'm standing hard for Whitney. Yeah. Agree. Hard agree. Sarah is here to stand for herself. <laughs> <laughs> we have a new hyper-confident person. Because <laughs> you know what Sarah would really love to do? Act. Act. I want to act. <laughs> I want to shoot for Vogue. And I don't be know. in. Oh, wait, oh, wait, Alexander, be in Vogue or no? Shoot for shoot Vogue. Vogue. Oh, 
Is it weird, so, Alexander, that you don't? So you have... so you've been in movies? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've been in movies. <laughs> is it weird for you not having a focus when other girls had a focus? I mean, when I think other I girls have really focus one hundred percent on this and nothing else to the detriment of their child. Is that weird for you? <laughs> and then Sarah literally is like, "Cool, I'm done with this conversation." <laughs> <laughs> Sarah's matured up to be like, "Well, I bragged and now I leave." <laughs> but the best part of this is that Sarah goes to a confessional room, <laughs> which features on the walls many pictures of the bald photo shoots. <laughs> Especially right behind her, Kathy's. Kathy's. <laughs> Kathy's bald chest. This confessional room is so busy. And also, is this the phone room too? With the lounge, the fuzzy lounge? I don't think it is. Okay. I, I think, think they're just decorated the same. But have putting Kathy's bald putting any picture up that was when you they got eliminated is such it's a rude. shady move. Especially because it's like right next to Danny's. Danny's. Yeah. Photo shoot. <laughs> it was crazy. I do like the idea that one like set or production designer was like, I love Kathy. And this is the only picture we have of her. We're plopping it right beside everyone's butt. So Kathy you have to look at like, it. Kathy crept in <laughs> yeah. and just stuck it on the wall and crept back out. I'm Hi, y'all. It, I'm going to put it by your butt hairs. <laughs> butt hairs. Butt hairs for life. Bye. So they get a Tyramel. Then does it say like the word trash or junk or something? One woman's uh, treasure. One woman's trash is another woman's treasure. Great. Which is when we get my opening quote of Kathleen saying, I know we're going to have to do something with crap. Well, not like literal crap, which is very funny. (laughs) Thanks, Kathleen. Yeah. That's a real New Yorker right there. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Not like literal. I mean, I'd do it. Whatever. Pigeons. They also (laughs) switch. This, I don't, this is a moment that literally zipped by, but it confused me so much. So as the girls are leaving the house, the model museum sign, which was faced like when you entered, is now faced as you leave. So it looks like you're now entering the model museum when you leave the house. I'm so confused. It's like an old Bugs Bunny Daffy Duck yes. where they turn the sign to yes. be like the uh, hunting like, season is the other version. Like why is production doing this? Perfection. So they head to Goodwill, where they meet Miss J. <laughs> Sorry, the way you pronounce they head to Goodwill. Ooh. Goodwill, Southern California. Yes, and I know Goodwill, this Goodwill. Goodwill, Southern California. This Goodwill is enormous. Yeah, right? I think it's on, like, Olympic Boulevard. It's huge. Would uh, love. And Philip Block is their fashion stylist. Who- Philip Block gives us a statistic that I did not finish writing down because I love a specific statistic so much. Just, all I know is that Goodwill does something 57 seconds every business day. They they help someone find a job, I think. Yeah, every or something. 57 seconds every business day. Monday through Friday is Goodwill. So a little more <laughs> Don't you every, donate on Saturday. <laughs> a little more than every minute. But we, yeah. why wouldn't you just say every minute? Because it's better. Seven seconds. It's better. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Philip you, you Block. Don't, you don't take away Philip Block's three seconds. Philip Block's hair is not good. Is it better or worse than Philip Block's 
desperation to become friends with Miss J and his utter lack of failure. Because he keeps being like, I know that's right, Miss J. Silence. Every single time Philip talks. And I'm like, they hate each other. And I think it's so funny. My my favorite moment of that is they announced the challenge, which is you have three minutes to find an outfit, which runs yeah. through the racks. Have to expect. Great. So they're like, and go, and the girls run, and Philip goes clings to Miss J's arm and goes, oh, we almost got run over, and Miss J's just like, oh, are you still here? <laughs> yeah, oh, this like, happens this to me every audition. <laughs> Stand tall. That's how also, you deal with it. Not only do they have to find an outfit, they've added the additional level of difficulty that is not talked about. Of also, it's your personal style. So we're not going to give you a personal style this year. I guess you're going to find it at Goodwill in three minutes, <laughs> just like every professional does. And you have three minutes to brand yourself for the rest of your life. You got to get into it. How is it possible that Renee is a total shit about this challenge? Because there aren't that many good thrift stores on Maui. But you're in Palm Springs, and you're also <laughs> from, like, Illinois. And like... later, the classism. I'm <sighs> skipping ahead, but it's it's important to talk about now when uh, she talks about our eventual winner and says, well, they shop at thrift stores, so obviously it was easier for them. I was like, oh. It's not even about modeling. I just love Kathleen, JL, I think Jasmine, all these women are like, oh yeah, this is great. Great. Love this. I <sighs> love later, there is a second reveal that now that they are in their outfits, and as we'll learn, two outfits, but at yes, least in, for some people. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, initial outfit, they're like, now there's a runway outside the Goodwill, and you're going to be doing that. And Cassandra describes it as, we're going to be walking on the runway in front of an audience. <laughs> Cassandra has already clocked the show that a lot of times they're going to be doing runway to no one. To no and one. now this 20-person celebrity-filled audience. Not only is this a runway show, it's also an auction where apparently someone, people, are bidding on outfits. Are they? And then that the money. Crowd. I love that they refer to it as the crowd. This central casting crowd. Literally, um, apparently. And as we'll learn, at least in the episodes I've watched so far, we've had a real downgrade in the prizes. This prize is oh not a prize. <laughs> so the winner, the winner is going to be the person that outfit whose outfit got the highest bid. Yes, And then the prize is that all of the money that was bid on the outfits is going to be donated to Goodwill in the winner's name, which is not really a prize. No, I mean, it's cool sure. that you end up getting a small donation, but it feels like it's one of those things where, like, you get a prize, and also, yes. in addition, we're going to put this in your name. Also, Isn't that cool? That's the additional fun, sweet version of did this. Did they get to keep these clothes? Who knows? Well, they were bald, Alexander. People <laughs> bid. Oh, yeah. But it was also not actually about the clothes. It's about how fun they are on the runway. Yeah. Uh, kind but of. You, we missed the clip where all these people who bid on these clothes came in and just started stripping these girls down from their clothes <laughs> and just <laughs> taking it. Either the crowd is central casting, right? Background actors. 
or the people that were in the store before Top Model Production rolled up and they're like, hey, oh, can I you just sit that. outside? I love that. We'll actually. pay you. We'll pay you twenty we'll pay bucks. You want to sit? Just sit. Because it is a crowd of twenty-five people. Yes, twenty-five Maximum. people, including <laughs> Kristen Ritter, uh, Future Jessica Jones, Jessica Jones, and um, Veronica Mars. Don't and... trust to be in apartment twenty-three. Yeah. Oh, iconic. I'm so glad we all spotted her. But no, well, and, so this is no how, I went through a whole, no. I went through a journey <laughs> where I saw her and I was like, wow, that girl looks a lot like Kristen Ritter. And then they did a close up and I was like, that girl is Kristen Ritter. And they keep going back to her as though it was like, because she, she was on Gilmore Girls at this time. I looked it up. So it was just crazy. No Tyron. And they kept like, oh, she's giving great reactions back to Kristen Ritter. Selling it from day one, Kristen Ritter. Just selling it. Is, it. it is mostly like young LA people in like beanies and ripped jeans. Older people. And then one woman who looks like she's about to go to her Hello Dolly rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so funny. We I don't think, unless there's a reason, I don't think we need to take the time to go through all the outfits but what we do need to say is for some reason philip block is there to also narrate them as though they are walking in a church fashion show and he is no roy campbell he's absolutely not roy campbell (laughs) nor miss j miss j could have done this well miss j also has some great talking heads about these girls my favorite being the one about kathleen yes which is that she is straight up brooklyn hoochie with a twist and the twist is she has a great personality (laughs) The implications of that statement. (laughs) So many layers. Oh, so they end it. JL wins. And JL's out. I I do want to say one thing about Philip Block's commentary, which is when the girls come out for their final runway walk, some of them wearing different outfits than their original runway walk, which we never get an explanation for. Philip Block goes, this is the final visage. <laughs> I guess that's oh, not I know, wrong. <laughs> I know that's what he said because I also had captions on. <laughs> and I rewound it like three times. He also says the shadiest thing about Dion while yes, Dion is walking. He says, it's the new length in pants. No, it's not the new flood. It's the new length. Sorry that super tall Dion couldn't find a perfect size in three minutes at the Goodwill. (sighs) JL wins. Yeah. And um, she signs a check. With an erasable marker. And JL has decided that winning was the biggest mistake of her life. (laughs) Because she literally says, you know, y'all are still going to like me, right? And Felicia especially is like, yeah. (laughs) JL, you didn't even win a real prize. <laughs> We're fine. You, you got to donate $286 to Goodwill. $286 and 50 cents. cents. <laughs> 57 also, seconds. $286 and 50 cents. Philip Block out, has math. It works out to like $30. Who was like $30 and 50 cents? $32. $32 <laughs> and 50 cents. 50 cents. <laughs> Kristen Ritter. Kristen Ritter. <laughs> also, when JL wins, Natasha gives this bonkers double low five. 
And because <laughs> Natasha puts her hands out, not for the high double vibe, but only for the low one. And I love it. Love that. In, in Russia, they, they only have low fives. Yeah. It's cold. <laughs> you got okay, put those hands up to the sky. That's where snow is. And then we get the swift dissolution of the JL Renee friendship. Yep. Gone one episode. Because <sighs> Renee is upset that JL is too nice. And for Renee, you cannot be real and nice at the same time. Well, Renee's never been nice ever in her life. She's only been real. Yeah. It's a really bad look when JL looks super grounded and reasonable. Very while much smoking so. a cigarette. Yeah. Like they're sitting outside and Renee's like really coming for JL. And JL is really trying to understand Renee in yeah. return, where she's like, look, this is different for you. You have a kid. It's hard for you to be here. I'm just happy to be here. I don't have anything. No worries. But I'm sad to leave. So and being here for me is just great. Renee's like, yeah, but I know you've told me you don't like everyone here. And JL's like, yeah, but like, I'm not going to dwell on that. Like, that's not helping me at all. And like, oh, wow, that's a great answer. Yep. Yeah. Early episodes, JL has some issues, but is genuinely pretty charming and truly trying to make friends with people in a way that's, I find fine, because if she's doing well in the competition and also trying to make friends, great. Who cares? Wonderful. At at first, she just seems like, in the language of Top Model, the one who's walking to her own drummer's beat. (laughs) But in a charming way. <laughs> yeah. The Tyra photo is Tyra naked in front She's- of an American flag with herself either painted or photoshopped half blue and half red. So she's mystique in between a bad transformation. Yeah. Where- Do you guys notice that the red side was a bun? Yes. And the blue side, her hair was down? Yes. Yeah, like I- a liberal. <laughs> That's iconic. <laughs> Though, wait, her, was her was her right side or her left side red? Her, well, her right, I think. Because yeah. it'd have been it'd have been so stupid if, if it was the opposite. Yeah, like I didn't even realize that what is what it was supposed to be. Yeah, I because it, the photo was so stupid. Well, don't get me wrong, I get that, and she also <laughs> looked like she was praying to America yes. because she was like looking up, but it, the implication was that she was looking up at the flag behind her. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Her panel look, though, is much better. Yeah. Like, this is going to be the season where she wears scarves yeah. on her head. And has but, long middle part straight hair. Yes. Yes. But, like, it's actually a very cycle for Tiffany look. Yes. Hey. It's also just like, it's let's have you in just like basics. You'll be in a solid color, no ridiculous jewelry and leather and mm-hmm. lace. Like, Easy breezy, Tyra. But she knows contestants are nervous. Nervous. She knows the pits are sweating, aren't they? I actually thought that was cute. <laughs> I also found her so Southern when she goes, well, hello, Miss Ladies. <laughs> Miss Ladies! <laughs> Better than chickadees. Yeah, right. So this is the first time we get the iconic moment of Tyra truly making them all say together. Cover girl. Cover girl. However, this is my favorite part of this. <laughs> what they, what she, she was not expecting them to just say cover girl. Tyra wanted them to say the full brand, which I'm sure she's contractually obligated to say, cosmetics. which is cover girl cosmetics. The only one who does is Whitney. Yes, Whitney she is. gets it. And they only do a close up of Whitney because everyone <laughs> else in the background, she's like, 
and what? CoverGirl Cover Cover Girl Girl. Cosmetics. No, the, the crowd is like, CoverGirl. CoverGirl yeah. Cosmetics. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Whitney is the Janice in the um, old Muppet show who always said one thing yes. a little bit later than everyone else. <laughs> yes. I love it. Our judges today mm-hmm. are introduced as Sexy Nigel. Mm-hmm. Sexy Miss J. Oh. And Twiggles, Twiglet, Twiggy. Twiggles was, we've not established that Twiggles was a nickname. <laughs> no, Miss Miss J called her Twiglet last cycle. Yeah, Twiglet, yes. but not yes. Twiggles. Twiggles, 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 old Twiggletoes. <laughs> I do like that finally we actually get to see the 17 cover. Because they yes. talked about Twiggy's relationship with 17 before. And I love that Twiggy goes, when I was 16 and a half, and I was like, what shade to these 18 plus <laughs> contestants? <laughs> but I think that cover was so chic. It was. It's Agreed. just weird that we're getting it now. Yeah. Did they just not have the rights the first time or I something? No. Um, then, y'all, y'all, of all the ADR, we get one that the captions couldn't even reconcile. <gasps> Okay, wow. so, 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 we, huh, I don't even remember what the thing was, but basically it was something w- that went back to sepia tone. Tyra uh-huh. started in person, went to sepia tone with the ADR, then went back to herself in person. And the second time when it went back in person, in parentheses, the captions go, normal voice. <gasps> <laughs> The captions are trying to let people know about the ADR in case you can't hear it. It said normal voice. I mean, yeah. It was something during jails, but okay, we can get to the photos now. Did y'all feel real weird about how Tyra is leading into this very, very controversial photo shoot narrative? It's especially funny. And we talked about this at the top and we're not going to talk about it much, but considering the photo shoots that have come before mm-hmm. and will come again, that this is the one where she's like, we are so controversial. America might not be ready for this because of the controversy. It's <laughs> like, this is nothing. <laughs> this is literally very, nothing. Very strange to me. But it's also strange because sometimes I feel like, the, like as we'll learn, and again, I don't want to talk about what's happening in real life too much, but Tyra was always going into these things being like, we're making strong choices. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she was saying out loud, like, we know what we're doing. Maybe it was a network note. Maybe. Mm -hmm. I think they, this tradition of the first photo shoot always being some controversial issue is one of those things that is both interesting and always one of the worst photo shoots. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So JL is first and, hmm. Why does the sign behind her say clinic female sign? And also it's, it's, it's a lady clinic. <laughs> also, it's off-centered, as no sign on any door has ever been. <laughs> I the like photo is the kind styling. of this, Yeah, the styling's not bad. The photo is nothing. Mm-hmm. And I almost feel like there isn't a ton that she could have done. I mean I mean, she could have arched more and made more faces and what we kind of end up learning with most of these photos is that this is a group that for whatever reason just made no choice 
yeah. one way or the other. Yes. And I truly wonder if it was because this was a politically charged thing that everyone was understandably timid yeah. about creating an image that was super controversial, being thrown into something you may or may not disagree with. Because as much as they try to say, even if you disagree with it, you've got to make the picture, that's not what happens in real life. Nope. In real life, you wouldn't be hired as a model for something that you vehemently disagreed with, or you would just not do it. You would not do it. Also, continuing the trend of Nigel not under quite oh understanding God. what is going on, he says, Oh my God. You're stopping an unborn baby from being taken out of this room. Yes. Excuse that me? Her, that she was supposed to stop women from taking unborn babies out of a room. Out of the room. Not people going into the room. It was as though... I don't... <laughs> My brain exploded when he yes. said that. <laughs> I... I was like, you could just say nothing. Yes. You could just say, you didn't pose well. And that would be enough. <laughs> what does he so... think happens? What does he think I... happens in these clinics? Because... <sighs> I just... Well, regardless, the picture is one of those where the styling's the only good thing, and otherwise it's just, hey, JL's face is kind of pretty. Yeah, JL has a great face. She this does. Is probably, I'm going to say Nigel's worst photo shoot, at least so far so for far. Top Model. Yeah, end result for sure. Yeah. Natasha is next. Which, speaking of nothing. Who's on her t shirt? Oh, I don't know. I love the t shirt. I did too. I couldn't tell who was on it. I really wanted uh, I to know. know. Yeah. yeah, it was a cool black and white graphic design of some kind. This picture is nothing, and it's not necessarily her fault again. No, she's just standing in front of a brick wall. What was she supposed to do? With she my literally choice. had nothing to work with. She was in a bra and panties with lipstick And they wrote on my choice on her stomach. In lipstick. What is she supposed to do? Like, point at it? Hold it, and then be like, thumbs down. There's nothing she could have done. No. And they can, this was when I first noticed this double blur that they've decided to put. Anytime mm. they're like, we don't know, these pictures are bad. We'll just put a double blur on everyone. Yeah. But that being said, Natasha's also literally just standing there. Yes, yeah. correct. Her face is doing nothing. Yeah. Dionis next. Her face looks really good. Yeah. I like this photo. I actually think Dion's is one of the few photos that makes sense. And I also basically get the message. Yeah. It feels like an ad. Yeah. Like a, yes. Like a billboard. A juice bar. Like, or, no, I was going to say like a billboard, like PETA might do. Like not PETA because they're crazy, but like a uh, eat vegan kind of like billboardy ad. It kind of looks like a sexy cooking show ad. Sure. Ooh. But I think she looks great. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Yeah. She does have corn in her hair, which is not her fault. <laughs> Can you imagine if it was her fault? I did that. This was my choice. Also, there's one pineapple behind her for no reason. I get pineapple on that too! <laughs> and then they're like circle blurring her. It, the, the post on these photos is yeah. garbage. Bananas. <laughs> which ironically weren't on the table, I don't yeah. think. No. They don't grow out of the ground. That's true. They grow in trees, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cassandra's next. <sighs> she did what she could. This yeah, is the best this photo was going to be. Oh, of course. Her she body... looks shockingly good for the position she had to be in. Yeah, the styling is so bad that the leg comes from the middle of her stomach. It kind of looks like a horror movie. 
like sure. if you had added some post where may, there was like blood dripping down the corners of her mouth and she was a little zombified yeah i could see this being like a i can't be like 80s zombie movie like sure dance of the dead Ooh. which is a real movie so i'm kind of like stealing that that's could not they it have, could they have spent more money on these hamburgers from McDonald's. We like, shined them up a little bit. So they look good. There's, there's a dry ass ham. Give them a spritz. A dry ass <laughs> ham under her butt. Some like uncooked sausages and then two rotisserie chickens. Because those are the most editorial needs. Stinky. Takara wishes. <laughs> I, just <don't... laughs> I just don't understand why they didn't give her like far more like raw meat. Like AJ as the cannibal kind of Right. I was about to say the AJ one had so much loose meat. Because you're supposed to be pro meat. So the idea of someone like just eating raw meat I doesn't guess. actually I guess come across like as pro meat as the girl who loves meat so much. Yeah. yeah. Classic. Classic. Who's next? Renee. Looks good. I like the picture fine. Oh, this is my problem with this picture. Renee doesn't look anti-gun because she kind of looks like a, a Manson family hippie. So it, <laughs> it looks very like I'm a hippie that's going to kill you with this gun. Yeah. Is the problem. You're not it. wrong. <laughs> Her eyes are so crazy. <laughs> she but does it's still look so like a Rob bad. Zombie character. <laughs> yeah, it's just like... Mm. This flower is explosive. <laughs> it also doesn't help that there's like a dilapidated car behind, like she's sitting on. Well, and the black background also just really makes yeah. it spooky. And heavy, heavy eye makeup. Like no hippie has ever looked like this. And yet for all that, it's still in the top half of the photo. Yeah, know. seriously. <laughs> but after all that, very pretty eyes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Diana is next. I think this photo would be fine for a video game cosplay. Sure. Why is this photo so dark? It was as though they're like, oh, she's plus size. Let's, let's. Black is very slimming. Black, yes. So let's not light her. Yeah. God. You but... also can't see really the guns. I think her I, face is really pretty, though. Yeah, her face I think, is pretty. I think Diana has the biggest translation or transformation from in person to picture. Because yeah. yes. in person, she just looks so average. And I don't mean that to be mean. She's very pretty. But she mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily yeah. like zhuzh herself up much. No. So when you see the picture, you're just like, oh, wow, you're really stunning in terms of like, there just needs to be some artistry to yeah. it. Kathleen is next. And oh, they nice. hate this photo. This, I thought, was the best one so far. I actually thought the photo was quite good. Yes. I can't now, believe you're blowing past this discussion. That you now, okay, okay, now okay. we even this, have a friend that has used this clip as a drag number. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Allegra oh, White. Oh, that's so good. Yes. This is Allegra White. It's, it, it's, a, it's a, um, uh, a drag number that's pieces from, like, all the famous top model things and this is one that just destroys every time because i don't know looking back now in a recap i still i find it much more charming so charming than stupid yes. and i oh. also think she's just trying to make sense of a thing that she didn't understand because it wasn't explained well yeah no, it, it wasn't, wasn't explained, well. explained well and isn't really a political stance but she walked in ready to talk about it 
which I respect. She walked in being like, they're definitely going to ask me about this and I need to say something. And I love the honesty of, I just don't think you understand, uh, understood it. I know, right? I know, right? I did (laughs) I know. I didn't. Well, it's your responsibility to ask. And she's like, but he explained it so many times. I didn't want to come across as dumb, as simple. Slow. Which I really felt for her. Because, like, because everybody has had that moment. Yeah. And, like, really this time, not just me. I think everybody has been in a situation oh, sure. where you ask a couple times and people look at you like you're supposed to know you're now. Like, and you're like, mm. I guess I'll fake it. Yeah. yeah. It's just... It's, 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 there's a disconnect that happened. As we will learn, the creative team is not good at explaining concepts when the girls do not understand them. Nope. And also, there might be something that because it's a show, maybe they can only explain it so much technically to keep it, quote, fair. I'm not using that as an excuse. I'm just saying there might be a slight reason for, like, the lack of it. But, yeah, I forgot that she said that whole thing about I already asked so many times. And when I just didn't get it after a couple of times, well, what are you going to do, right? The problem is it doesn't translate to her picture. I don't think that this says she has no idea what's going on. I think be- also due to the kind of the styling and the production of the photo. The it- styling is gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. The she outfit's is- great on her. It, mm-hmm. it, for me, it's like, I got this photo even when she didn't understand what was going on. Me too. I actually think she lucked into yeah. a really good shot because she is so photogenic. I do want to say something about the specific thing she says. Okay. Because it made me laugh for something that was not intentional. Where she says, they're talking about fur, and she goes, animals die like people die naturally sometimes, right? And this is funny to me because it made it sound like she was like, people die naturally sometimes, right? Not animals. And you also could skin those people and make clothes out of them as long as they die naturally. Naturally. (laughs) I do love the idea that Kathleen's like, yeah, there's an old animal farm, and when they die naturally, you just take that skin, you make a coat. Who cares about that? They died! It's so sweet. Yeah, it is. It's so sweet. She she wouldn't immediately think like, oh, people would like cruelly treat these animals. She's almost too innocent to even consider it. And then it makes me sad that Twiggy was not on the photo shoot to be like, this is what it means to be anti-fur, because I am very anti-fur. Yeah, I appreciated that Twiggy also like made her political stance known in a show that's not taking political stances. No. What's the next one? Brittany. This is a good photo. Uh, I like it. It's not bad. It's not bad. I think she got the easiest setup. Yes. Yeah. She didn't have to do nothing. Mo- yeah. hers because, is mostly it's not, just... because it's not a thing. It's just be a pretty rich woman. Yeah, pretty in, woman. In <laughs> and her biggest thing was she had to have a head next to her face. Okay. Yeah. Like, calm down. But she photographs very well. Yes. It, it's a little manicky. A mannequin-y for me. That's the one. And I don't know if that's post, like, smoothing out her face. I was about to say, some of that might be post, because I feel like a couple of these have that effect. Yeah. Yeah. Whitney and Samantha are next. I will say, this is a hot couple. This is yeah, a hot um, And this that is, is when we get Whitney's... a wedding dress they put her in. This is no. like a slip and a lace glove. This Madonna <laughs> lace glove. It's fingerless, y'all. This is when... Whitney says her, oh, I've been exposed. I've definitely been exposed. And then Samantha, to her credit, yeah. is like, I think if you love someone, you, who am I to say? Who's anyone to say who you can and cannot marry? Which yeah. I was a little surprised that, From that? just because, you it's know, not, young 
She's not yeah. going to let the show play her like that. No. Yeah, exactly. I mean, in a pleasant way, because unfortunately the show has gaslit me to believe that if you're young and from the South, you're conservative. <laughs> yeah. The weirdest thing about this photo is from this wavy, wavy rainbow flag behind. The <laughs> yellow is so blown out that it looks like there's red and orange on Whitney and then green, blue, purple on Samantha with this white <laughs> section between them. <laughs> separating them yeah. which is the opposite because they're also pretty far away from one another yeah it almost it's like, like they're like falling apart and they're like trying to cling to <laughs> each other's gentle cheeks well it also felt like they were like well we need to make sure each of them we can judge them individually which they don't do but of just like there needs to be enough room so that we can see them individually both of them have a great profile though oh yeah, they god do yeah this is also where tyra gives whitney the bs about you can manipulate your body in such a way that we can see it through the clothes can you see yeah. how long that jacket is on her it is well, like it's over a skirt it's they hitting her, her mid thigh <laughs> they put her in a skirt pants like a skirt uh suit model through it model oh, through it can't even see her. we can see a body through clothes <laughs> take it all model through it <laughs> Like, why did they not just put Whitney in, like, a, a jacket dress? You know what I mean? Where it could have been, like, nipped and such. Or about to say, just anything fitted? I don't know. <laughs> uh. Felicia is next. And Nigel calls Felicia's picture kind of twee, kind of kitsch. And I had never heard the word twee before, so I had to oh, look really? that oh, up. Oh, a great word. Yeah, and it's excessively or effectively quaint, pretty, or sentimental. Which I'd never what, heard it. Yeah, which I is like what twee. this photo is. I love how weird this photo is. It has like an unintentional John Watersy vibe because yes. of the mannequin. It does that I'm kind like of super here for. <laughs> they also gave her this like weird circle around her of like twigs that also <laughs> makes it look like a horror movie. <laughs> this really does tribal tattoo. Yeah, it's very not my tattoo. No, it's a sad <laughs> tribal tattoo. Yeah. It's it it does kind of have that like. If this were the poster for a horror movie with some slight alterations, you'd get it. Like the yeah. killer bride. Really she turned like him it. into a mannequin. Yeah. Yeah. She looks gorgeous, though. Mm -hmm. Her face. And, and this is where they decide to give her a bang. Yeah. In her eventual makeover, they're like, look how great she looks when we lower the forehead a little bit with a bang. Also, look how good she looks when she doesn't have, like, severe highlighter under her eyebrows. Like, she has so much natural bone structure. She doesn't need, she needs very little makeup. Put her in a mm. lip and some just draw, you know, color in her eyebrows, and she looks great. Mm -hmm. Jasmine is next. Who is just so far ahead of everybody else that it's sort of yes. embarrassing. Yes, 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 yes. It's literally look like like she's an alumni that's come back, which she is. <laughs> I don't understand the the styling of sexy inquisitor <laughs> that they gave her. <laughs> A morning star and a noose. And also, the I also chandelier. Just, I also just noticed this, like, Renaissance painting in the background. Yes! Alexander, do you not understand what the death penalty is? It's not. <laughs> it's you being flailed to death <laughs> with a mace. I just... When, Until they hang you. Because yeah. everyone else is in clothes. Everyone else is in clothes. And then they gave Jesline a costume. And they're like, and and sell. And she's like, well, of course. She can sell Hello. almost anything. But she <laughs> has like a hood on and also like studded leather 
fringe skirt? Yeah, this is like a literal horror movie poster, like a torture chamber situation. And it's also in that same vein of Diana's where they were like, instead of really giving you a human being person having this political issue, we're going to give you a hyper-realized video game version of this concept. From like Dragon Age Inquisition. (laughs) And then because, I feel like because she's so far ahead of everybody else, Tyra like makes her dance for the panel essentially in a way that I was very uncomfortable with. Stop telling her she doesn't have a personality. You literally rejected her last cycle for quote unquote too much personality and now that she's trying to take a note and take it down a couple of notches now you're like come on cha-cha diva give it to us again and she's like and then she'll say one of she'll say one of her canned speeches and then try to go back to like try to reset herself again yeah yeah. it's two episodes in and i'm already so exhausted by this conflicting information that they keep trying to foist upon jasleen i just uh, also here's the thing if that, as the panel, was your note, why didn't you just let Jasmine in last uh-huh. cycle? Because now it feels like you... The, the, after doing this podcast recap for such a long time, I just truly have no idea how much and what personality they want at any given time. No. It changes. No. Neither do they. Oh. So Sarah is next. Okay, so <laughs> I just learned when they were discussing this picture... That Sarah was supposed to be in prison because I thought Sarah was supposed to be like the jailer. Yeah, or, which would make more sense. Yes, or if she was the lawyer. Because in top model fashion, with quotes heavily around fashion, <laughs> why wouldn't you put her in like an almost over the top editorial cartoony orange jumpsuit or, or something even, if I, you wanted her to be? So I think what they tried the to do convict. was like pinstripe. So like, uh, old-timey you know black and white because the jacket is black and white stripe but the problem is it's so subtle yeah i didn't know that at all and it looks like she's protesting something because she has a handcuff on i have to read this oh because i I transcribed this whole please do do. where tyra tells sarah what she did wrong and why (laughs) There tends to be two different types of convicts. There's the one that's like, oh God, I'm just going to die here and I feel so sad. And then there's the one that everybody is scared of in the jail because they have nothing to lose, so they're crazy. Ah, I don't care. I'll kill you. What's she going to give me? Life. What? What else can you give me? I'm in here. So there's two different ones. Tyra explains the prison system. I I had to pause after she <laughs> said that because so she wanted her to be a either I'm sad depressive inmate or she wanted her to act a fool. Also she was supposed to be in this scenario a prisoner who's pro life in prison. <laughs> That's the craziest part. Also, like also, the jail door is open. That's not why wouldn't they put her behind the bars if that's what you're going for? She's handcuffed to open jail doors. There's a way that if you had to do pro life in prison, you get an extra, or maybe that mannequin for Felicia's. Yeah. You put, <laughs> and you, you put, turn his 
smile upside down. Upside down. down. It's, yeah. like a, it's like a Mr. Potato Head. You can take it off and <laughs> twist it. You put him behind bars. Close thing. Sarah's in front. Arms crossed. Maybe with like spinning handcuffs or something like that. Or like like you threw the book at somebody. Like a big yeah. like lawyer book or what. And that would still be cartoony and ridiculous. But at least the message would be clear. You also could have put her in front of like an electric chair and like, no, <laughs> I don't. Stop. <laughs> I don't, it's, it was a bad. No, thanks. It was a, it felt like they're like, we really want to put someone in an old timey executioner outfit. So what's the opposite of that? But the real problem is her face was the same the whole time. So. I mean, her body also <laughs> looks bizarre. It's, but it's also because they put her all in black against a dark back, background. I don't know. According to Twiggy in private panel, she has a long middle and Twiggy doesn't like that. Well, she finds it strange to look at. <laughs> private panel. <laughs> Miss J hates Kathleen. Yeah. And this cringy conversation about Kathleen is unfair. I, I sort of liked where Twiggy was like, I kind of worry about her. I want to take her home and look after her because she did come across very like sort of innocent and and bambi about mm-hmm. the fur issue miss j does not want to take care of kathleen no. <laughs> no we we kind of blew past uh in non-private and pa- public panel private panel where jl told uh the panel that she was sick and they were like well that's no excuse oh. and tyra goes i have been sick right here and I had to not only look right, but lead this judging panel. She's a leader in her community. <laughs> the community Wiggy, is just this panel. Uh, Wiggy and Nigel get fully gooped by half black JL because they keep you know saying. You know why? Like, She's not blonde. She's half black. Uh, ooh. Because they call her an exotic blonde, which is mm. so rare, the exotic blonde. <laughs> I also wrote down that Twiggy said about someone, and I don't remember who, but I really just liked the way she said this. She said they have no photographic savvy yet. It could have been about any of these girls, except Kathleen. (laughs) But I enjoyed the phrase. (laughs) That was all I had for private battle. The only other thing I had was 1B30. Dion Sarah. (laughs) Uh, They finished the panel by making fun of JL for wanting to be liked. Because they were very turned off by the fact that she was nervous that they wouldn't like her anymore for winning the challenge. And Nigel goes, everyone loves a loser. Sorry that JL's a human being who has emotions. Yeah. It's way too early for that. Yeah. Emotions that, are supposed to come later in the cycle. Yeah, you need a journey to emotions. Now, I'm going to say that when they come back, Tyra gives this speech where she's the least satisfied she's ever been. And what she's saying is she's the least satisfied she's ever been with, like, the first photo shoot yeah. yes. of a cycle. I don't disagree. I think no. this is largely the least successful. And ridiculous, impossible setups aside, most of them really did just seem like they were just kind of standing there. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know why that happened, especially with Nigel present. Because like, usually walk- that's when they go all out to impress and make big choices. Is it just because it was so early and so quick and they just were not prepared for this photo shoot emotionally? They just weren't warmed up to doing anything? Yeah. Maybe. And they it- stressed the controversy so much, I feel like it had the opposite effect on them. Like you said earlier, JW, where they got scared 
to do to anything. add to the controversy or something. Yeah, I would be super timid about anything that I didn't personally believe in. To be fair, though, Jasmine, like even the best photos are mostly just standing there photos. Yeah. yeah. Jasmine's just excellent at standing there. Yeah, I, yeah, I just don't think I don't think there was a lot of direction on set. We don't see a lot of direction on set. There didn't like the photos don't show a lot of direction on set. And maybe they were told not to. Like, let's just see what these girls are going to bring by yeah. themselves. Yeah. I don't know. Renee in the background when Tyra is about to like read off the names is going to kill someone. They Renee? We they love to cut to a Renee reaction shot yeah, during <laughs> during the show, during uh, a panel and call out. She's like glaring call out order. Mm-hmm. Jasmine obviously first call out. Clearly, yeah. Then Brittany, yeah. Then Felicia, yeah. Then Diana, yeah. We're missing someone. Then yeah. Samantha, sure. Then Cassandra. Mm-hmm. then Renee who uh, cries like there aren't still fully six women standing behind her <laughs> remember Molly Sue being scared of being in the top of the bottom five Renee's got <laughs> bottom six energy then Sarah and then the person that we just apparently skipped and forgot about Dion why was yeah, Dion way so too low? Dion. Yeah. and Whitney yeah I kind of get that like at the very least the panel didn't really seem to love Whitney's picture, sure. but they liked Dion's. Why yeah. did Dion get, fr- it was little like they forgot she was yeah. there. And then Natasha. Sure. Which leaves JL and Kathleen. This is a tough bottom two because I want both of them to stay. I just don't think that this was. Natasha could have gone home this episode. Natasha probably should have gone home, frankly. Potentially. Yeah. Although yeah. I do think she had the hardest setup. Yeah. Yeah. They tell Kathleen that apparently she lost the map. North, Lost south, east, west. I don't know what that was supposed to mean. And then when they get rid of Kathleen, they cut to Renee, who looks so angry that JL did not get cut. Yeah, it's got the energy of Carrie D when Melrose didn't get cut. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And what's so funny is that was built up over an entire cycle. Renee <laughs> just in three days has decided JL's no longer her best friend, but also her most fearsome enemy yeah yep we get a time Kathleen is really cute yeah where she says she's not gonna go home and sit on her couch and be a big couch potato no she, she goes out with one of the best attitudes we've seen so far oh yes. yeah I'm gonna work Just hard determined Tyra obviously saw something in me that I'm here you know it's adorable and luckily Kathleen has a oh. great update yeah First of all, this name might be one of the best full names I've ever gotten to reveal. Kathleen DeJour. (gasps) Imagine. I know. I know, right? (laughs) From Um, the house of DeJour, Kathleen. (laughs) Yep. Um, On Instagram, it's K DeJour. So K D U J O U R. And the bio, which includes a full address to her studio and the phone oh. number. So I should have just called, really. <laughs> she would have picked up. Health and beauty's the category. God first, little prayer hands. Licensed hairstylist, DeJure Studios, address, phone number, and website. Also, um, at least in the people that I follow, Samantha follows her. So Great. she's got some top model up. Um, first of all, ab, so absolutely gorgeous oh and, my god i'm looking at photos right now yeah and if you go to the website 
Um, I'll read out the About Me page because basically she has a um, hair website. So a website for different weaves and uh, beauty projects like that, beauty products, sorry. Um, let me read this about, it's pretty great. So Kathleen DeJure is a beauty enthusiast and master hairstylist based out of Brooklyn, New York. Kay followed her passion as a little girl to beautify everything she touched into a career of beautifying women all over the world. Specializing in hair extensions and wig installs, Kay is a certified weaveologist. Starting from her mother's basement, Kay has been able to grow her brand globally, working with celebrities and entertainers who demand the very best of the best. Always in search of a challenge to push her limits, Kay is now utilizing her experience in the industry and a keen eye for quality and class to bring women K du jour beauty, a professional beauty enhancement line designed to bring the everyday woman a glamour and quality that is usually reserved for celebrities and high-end professionals. K is determined to continue giving women the service and quality that has catapulted her success in the industry to a legacy that will live on in young women for years to come. Ooh. Snaps. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad for her. Yeah. And she has like mm -hmm. 44,000 followers. Seems like she just became a badass business owner seriously yeah. went back to hairstyling which you know she is clearly... consistent with what she was already doing yeah and had gorgeous hair on the show already yeah and oh yeah she stunning she is absolutely stunning oh, kathleen's I'm so happy i'm it makes me happy kathleen's one of the most disappointing first eliminees yeah. kathleen deserved more time for sure it was kathleen's first picture wasn't that bad she no had such a great personality Charming. she was so instantly likable i wanted yeah. that kathleen jesline friendship yes yeah give me the eens mm -hmm. <laughs> every een een and een to, to every season there's an een <laughs> <laughs> an een to grow <laughs> also before we end this episode i just really quickly because we won't get it for that much longer wanted to talk about the final photo of everybody oh uh-huh uh-huh uh -huh, where uh -huh. people dissolve away right now just to say why was natasha the only one who got a fan, fan! apparently because her hair is all the way blown back because <laughs> she has so much that they had to like remove it from her face it was crazy i think because she's the first one who like dissolves in in the beginning i was just like huh <laughs> yeah <laughs> And if you think we all deserve constant fanning, Ooh. be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. We love hearing from you, just like Lindsay. We, you know, love all your hot takes. And uh, it's it only helps us and helps you guys get more content the more uh, likes we get. Yeah, and I hope you all <laughs> like the recent bonus episode we posted with some of our favorite clips. Clip show. You can find me anywhere at Yet Charming. I am mostly lurking on Instagram at Hannah Jean Ginsburg. And you can find me on Twitter at JW Crump. And be sure to use the hashtag podleadum anytime you tweet so that we can catch them. I check my saved every so often. Boop. <laughs> so for podleadum, I have been Alexander Price. I'll be Hannah Jean Ginsburg. And I'm JW Crump. And we'll see you on top. Podletum is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks, 10x10 Entertainment, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. 